0: What is up, beloveds? It is your girl, Belle Fit. So I am about to get into the book of Luke. It's going to be chapter 9, verse 23. But before I do, you know we must pray before we slay. Heavenly Father, thank you for this ungrafted word. I ask that it would permeate the hearts of the hearers, making them believers, Molding them into ambassadors of your will. Let it be done on earth as it is in heaven, and use us as a conduit to express love, truth, light. Let there be none of me in all of you as we embark on a journey to continue being edified as modern day disciples. We know that we are imperfect before you, so we ask humbly for the forgiveness of sins. Dwell within us that we would be just as merciful, forgiving those who've trespassed against us. We cast all of our cares at your feet, Lord. Let nothing hinder this word. I bind the spirit of distraction in the name of Jesus that those who are listening would resonate with a message and become empowered by the gospel. All these things I say in Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. All right, let's get to it and do it. Your girl's getting hungry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, Lord, can I just do Bible study after dinner? (laughs) He's like, no, honey, I need you to come empty so you can leave full in the spirit, right? All right. So I'm going to be in the book of Luke. This is the NIV chapter nine. Let's get to verse 23. Then he said to them all, this is Jesus. If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me for whoever wants to save his life will lose it but whoever loses his life for me will save it what good is it for a man to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit his very self all right so i'm just going to stop right there um yeah So let's dive into this. I want to unpack this a little bit because God has been showing me that it truly is his will being done. Now, I know we say that all the time, thy will be done, you know, (laughs) but honestly, we like to have control of the wheel, you know? So when it speaks about denying yourself and taking up his cross What it's talking about is laying down, succumbing your plans for his plans. You know, some of the most radical celebrities did not start in that arena. Most of them started somewhere completely adverse to what actually propelled them into success and greatness, right? Notoriety. For example, The Rock. I love, love, love The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He didn't start his life trying to be this amazing actor. That was not his plan. His plan was to to play professional football, but his plans failed. And the thing is, What he got instead was a thousand times better. See, we want the Lord's will to be done. We have to learn to take our hands off of the wheel and carry his cross. And the thing about the cross, man, the cross is taking you to the crown. So along your journey, yeah, you're going to face adversity. Things are going to happen maybe you have your eyes set on a particular goal and then God just sidetracks you and he pivots you and he says, I don't think so. (laughs) And then you have to be willing to embrace whatever it is to birth your crown. You have to carry his cross. Not my will, but your will be done. You know, even Jesus said in the garden, He said, Father, remove this cup from me. He didn't want to be crucified. He asked him three times. And then finally, he said, you know what? Not my will, your will be done. He wanted God to pass that cup from him. He didn't want to carry that cross, to be nailed to it, crucified. To be given gall and vinegar to drink. To be put to shame. Embarrassment. And cruel treatment. In front of a multitude of people. Many of which believed in him to be the son of God. He was humiliated. And not only humiliated. I mean he was brutalized man. His flesh was open. His blood was poured out. I don't want to get into that right now, but that was not His will. That was the Father's will. So I want you to remember your default. You are not here for you. You are here for God. We are conduits to His glory. We are his light, his tangible expression in human form. We are here to be a function. See, we are one massive body of Christ and we all have particular functions, just like a human body. If God made me to be the arm, I can't say, hey, I wanna be the leg. Make me the left leg. (laughs) I want to help the body get around like this and be stubborn and stiff necked to why we were made in the first place you are not here on your own accord like we have to remember that like that's why every single day I pray to father I said lead me and guide me that your will would be done because I don't know what that is I don't know why you made me I'm just a clay, I'm not the potter. But I'm here to do your will. Because my will was, hey, I will just be a trainer the rest of my life. As long as I get, get a free gym membership, I'm good. <laughs> God was like, no, I'm gonna use you for something else. I'm gonna use your voice and not your body. Excuse me, Ex- excuse me, Lord, I have been training to be a professional ninja since the ripe young age of seven. What do you mean you're gonna use my voice to empower people? (laughs) I wanna be a power ranger. (laughs) He's like, but when you put down your plan for my plan, how much more would you be successful in my plan? Considering the fact that I am the creator and you are the creation. You get your DNA from me. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So do that something that I have called you to do. I didn't make you, sporadically, without thought. I had an intention for you. Before you were in your mother's womb, I knew you by name. Did you guys Check out Genesis. If you notice in the book of Genesis, God literally, he speaks everything into existence with the exception of us. He's like, oh, no, no, no. This particular thing I'm going to make in my image. I got to use my hands for this. I got to get down in the earth. I have to form This human being with my hands. See, you weren't just spoken into existence. You were molded by the Almighty's hands. So don't stray from your cross, man. Because your cross is taking you to your crown and your crown gives God glory. Glory. So many times we say, Jesus, take the wheel, but we still got our hand on it. Like, let me just, Lord, I'm not, no, I, I don't want to do that detour. Why be going over there? What, what's up? Like, <laughs> But I wanted to get on the 55 and you take me down the 101. And now we, <laughs> because whoever wants to save his life will lose it. The things that I had planned to attain in my life by now, I have not attained any of those things. <laughs> At this point, I should have had two kids, been married, had an amazing house with a walk-in closet because everyone, everyone wants a walk-in closet. Like I wanna walk in and see just um, shoes galore, you know, because I <laughs> I feel like I could never have too many shoes. You know, but here's the thing. I'm not here to please me. I'm not here to acquire and accumulate perishable things. I'm here intentionally. A strategic, flawless, methodical God made me and formed me and placed me here for this season, for his reason. So I have to die to myself. Like, honey, I'm sorry, you know, I'm sorry. You're not just going to be a trainer. (laughs) I know you just wanted to be in the gym. And, you know, play Incredible Hulk all day long with people. But that was not God's will for my life. And I had to just, okay, I had to let go of it. I had to lose my life. I had to forfeit the things that I thought were for me to take hold of the things that are for him. How much more will he bless you when you cast your life at his feet and say, use me? See, when I said that, things started changing in my life. He started taking me down a new path. I'm like, are you sure you don't want you? Are, wait, are you, are you positive? You don't want me to be a power ranger because that <laughs> you don't want me to be a freaking power ranger in the gym, kicking and lifting all day long. Now, yes, that's still a part of who I am. That's always going to be there, but I have to aspire towards his will because I'm here for him. And here's the thing about God, my friends. Anytime you give him something, he gives you back something so much better. I mean, a thousand million times better. Do you trust him? Because here's the thing, Zell will get you things. Tenacity will take you places. But not every good work is a God work. Let me say that again. Not every good work is a God work. You see, you have been endowed and blessed with cognitive ability. You are a thinker, you are a mover and a doer. You have limbs, you have hands, you have a voice, you can speak, you can cultivate, you can manifest. You can apply yourself to anything that you want and reap some type of harvest. You can profit off of an array of ventures, but that doesn't mean that that was God's intended venture for your life. What good does it do you, though, if you get all the money and you get the house and you get the kids and you get the cars and you take the vacations, but your soul has this void within it because you are not performing the Father's will? You will always have that itch. There will be an emptiness there because you're not walking in the identity that God had preordained for you. Father knows exactly who you are, exactly why you are here. He knows your position, my friend. He wants you to play your position. Play your position, boo-boo. You see, when I was playing basketball, I was the one or the two. I was the guard. When they put me in the four, I didn't know what to do. (laughs) You want me to do what? Okay, I guess I can box out. (laughs) I was the one, two, my entire life. Since I could dribble a basketball, because I thought I was gonna be Michelle Jordan for a while okay I don't know if you guys get that Michael Jordan Michelle Jordan okay whatever but yeah that was my plan (laughs) I was very good at basketball and then they switched me to playing a four what why am I here this isn't (laughs) well it's better for the team it was at the time I started getting the most rebounds I couldn't see my own potential you see God he will move you sometimes like hey I wanted you to do that for this season, but now I have groomed you enough that now I'm going to shift you over here. See, God, he gives us experience through different seasons in our life, but this is building towards a resume for his glory, the ultimate place, the ultimate destination. So do you trust him with your path? Can you lay down your plan for his? When you're able to do that, I truly, truly believe you will experience the greatest adventure of your life. Because God will surprise you. He will surprise you, my friends. He has put things within you that are unbeknownst to you. You don't even know who you are yet, a lot of you. Like you may have an inkling, but here's the thing, as you progress in his path and you carry your cross and you lay down your plans for his, he's going to refine you along the way and then he's going to surprise you with yourself. Like, oh, I bet you didn't know you could do that, huh? (laughs) You are a diamond, my friend. And within that diamond, there's so many cuts to you. There's so many cuts that you're not even previewed to yet. It's not until you get to the place that he will start unearthing these things within you. For example, me, I never thought in a million years I would be speaking. What? Now people ask me to do events. Hey, come host this at my school. Okay, sure, (laughs) sounds fun. As long as the microphone is on, I am there, honey. (laughs) (laughs) but never in a million years. Right. And God keeps showing me me through him. So yes, I forfeited my life. I forfeited who I thought I should have been and I gave it to him. And I said, okay, your will be done. Get your glory out of my story and I will follow you anywhere. Now I hope this inspired you. And just know that God is so patient with you. He is so very patient. You don't have to figure it out overnight. That's not how he works. He's not a microwave God. He gives you one step and he asks you to be obedient to that one thing. You know how a GPS, you can kind of cheat and you can see the whole route. He's just gonna give you one turn. Just, Just do this one thing, be obedient to that. And then when you have proven that you are obedient to that, then I will give you the next step, the next instruction. And then, once you have done that, I will guide you in the next instruction. The next path. He's very, very patient, okay? So be willing to lose your life in order to save it. Because when you save it, you are also saving so many others. It's not just about you, that's the thing. There are people that are gonna be blessed because you are operating in your grace, in your purpose, in your God-given finesse, his intention for your life. Like yeah, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, he could have been a pretty good football player, I'm sure. But now look at his influence. He had to come to that point where he's like, yo, I just, I got to stop chasing football now. I have to, you know, I got to keep my eyes on the hills. I I, got to keep pressing forward, man. So with that said, stay spirit led. I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's Bible study. Okay, if you did, leave me a review, boo boo. All right. I love you so very much. And I will talk to you soon. May God bless you always in fitness, health, and in spiritual wealth. I am your girl, Belle Fit, and we are the Black Sheep Believers. Ciao!